Hey there, pants people. Do me a favor. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. And when you're done, come back and enjoy the episode. Just rock stars. Only rock stars. Four months, baby. How you guys doing? I'm pretty high on energy tonight. I would give him four days. Yeah. Wait, can you survive? I don't think you could survive no. four days I, no, on Rockstar alone. We should make a documentary about it. I am yes. vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe four hours. Oh, yes. We should get an arm cuff on this guy. Seriously. I can hear your heart beating through the mic. <laughs> oh, man, I could feel it. I could feel it. Speaking of hearts beating, man, last week, huh? Yeah. What a thriller. That was an exciting one. I, uh, I watched The Batman this last week, uh, you know, the new one. With, I, still, uh, with, I still haven't watched that all the way through. I, I turned it on when I happened to be really, really tired, and I fell asleep for a nap. It's it's enjoyable. It's really good. Um, but it was awesome because it's, it's, it's the new Robert Pattinson one, and uh, it starts off. And in, in the early sort of part of the part of the movie, um, you see this whole sequence where the bat signal flashes in the sky. And during the night, a number of criminals are performing, you know, criminal deeds, robbing a store or like spray painting some some structures or whatever. And when they see the symbol in the sky, they're like looking around nervously, look where there's like heavy shadow and they're like sure Batman's there. So they drop what they're doing and, and run away. Essentially, just the fear of Batman is like keeping them from actually being active as criminals. And that was last week. I mentioned the name Sturge Man once. In the entire session, it was like players looking over their shoulders, yeah. you know, so sure you're getting hunted down. It was, it was great. It was like, that's how you know 
you do a character right when you guys react exactly as like people would react to the inspiration for the character. So hey, I'm the Batman. <laughs> that was that was good. I'll give you a seven. Thanks. That, that was, was generous. That was no, that was deserving of a ten, David. Whoa, at a hundred, heyo. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? How's your summer going? Um, much easier than yours. Yes. Sounds like it. It's all good. We got this. Service industry, you know how it is. But uh, hey, shout out to all you service industry people out there during the summers, keeping it going. Yep, for real. Yeah, definitely big shout out. Um, we see you. David is you. I am shaking. So... What do you guys think? You want to get right to business? You got any surprise packages you want to cut open with a lethal knife? Uh, no mail today. No mail wow. yet. That's disappointing, pants people. <laughs> <laughs> get on it. And we will never get any mail ever again yeah. now. <laughs> Those ungrateful bastards. <laughs> We're about to start a new arc. It is going to be a very exciting, very long, very epic arc. I could not be more thrilled. Uh, I have a lot of grand ideas moving into this. And one of my big ones, I've touched on it with you guys, but I haven't touched on it with everybody else, all the audience, all the listeners. I want this to be a lot more open world than prior arcs. So I want it to feel very sandboxy. There's a lot going on. It's probably going to be the longest arc in the show by far. That is my guess. And I think we're going to play around with a lot of neat things. So I hope you guys are ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah, that's both really exciting, but also kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I feel like it puts... Uh, a good bit of responsibility on us that we used to just trust you with. So um, this show is going to go downhill real fast. <laughs> with the, yeah, without <laughs> without the bumpers of of like bowling with David. Um, I'm still going to have you know uh, uh, various you know uh, points you could move towards. I'm not going to just leave you totally dry and blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like there might be more directions than one you can go. You can travel a lot of ways through this. Uh, so break more, sequence in a lot of different uh, paths, you know. So maybe more like a web than a sandbox. Sure, yeah. I like that. I like that. That works. A web box. A web box. A web box. Stick your hand in one of those. <laughs> Gross. Speaking of web, the giant wolf spider on my porch is back. Oh, yes. So I'm miserable. Um, just use the other door. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't trust any door. So in, the, in work, I got this... Little uh, This little toy at Lowe's. I'd seen it on the internet for a while, and I finally saw it in the store, and I decided, okay, now's the time I'm going to drop 40 bucks. I'm going to buy this thing. It's called an A-Salt rifle. So it's a little air. Um, looks like a Nerf gun or whatever. You pump it what? up, and it loads a shot of salt, and from like two or three feet away, you can shoot at a fly and kill it. You should get one of those. I, that sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Dude, can you imagine like playing Call of Duty against spiders? Oh, man. Man. Only problem is my wife is a uh, uh, fervent believer in you know, animal rights, uh, protecting animals. She would never in a hundred years let me hurt that spider. Um, so that's why she has to bravely be the one to move the spider <laughs> whenever it starts causing trouble well, on my porch. Steven, so. Steven and I will we'll take a drive one night. I'd be a mercenary. And then, uh, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't have to know what happened. She listens to the podcast. <laughs> that spider disappears. We're all done for. Hey, I mean, what's to say that a boy didn't come take it away? It's nature, after <laughs> all. What's to say? <laughs> Quick 
question for you guys Goddamn before we get Boyd's. into this. <laughs> Boyd's. Who has the backpack? Remember this is the uh the the uh I do. Jules does. You have the backpack. Okay. Correct. Great. Okay, we'll make sure uh going into this we get all our uh Actually, pieces in a row. Yeah, let me just double check and I'm I'm very curious because that is a very random ass question. Oh, I just want to make sure because we haven't touched on it in a while, so I didn't know who was holding on to it. We're going to arc. I want yeah, to get these things point. settled. I also have officially uh, it on your say sheet. say I have a backpack in my inventory, though. Okay, we'll add that. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had it, right? Sounds right to me. Yeah. I don't remember having it, yeah. so. Yeah, the handy haversack. Um, Chester I, didn't have it, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Just, just running around Uh-oh. with those magical items <laughs> right. you have. Uh, that's pretty bad. Um, great. Okay. So you have the handy haversack. Uh, I've also updated your sheet now to showcase the extra AC point you get from your cloak. Okay. Uh, so if you Sweet. don't have a chance to use, if it's not windy already, you, you are like fully surprised, I will tell you that will reflect that. Right. You know, and then it goes the down to 12. Yes. But I want to, uh, make sure that we are giving you that point if the time comes where you need it. And is, is it plus one on saves too? Yeah. Yes. It is. AC okay. And okay. Saving throws. Cool. Cool. Yeah, very, very, Sweet. very good. Got to remember that shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Keep that in mind. And with that in mind, let's open up onto the jewel, huh? We open amongst orange. Blazing orange. The fire opal concord jewel has just vanished from the skies. Or I guess we could say the strange ethereal mists surrounding the Radiant Citadel and has appeared about 500 feet in the skies over San Sitian. As it begins to lower, I want to touch on you guys as you are sitting within the jewel, waiting to land. I will say both of you hear this, maybe two rows back in the sort of seating bleachers from where you are, uh, a figure suddenly just... 600 gold for a blading co- Shh, hey, hey. Not here. We talking with our contract in Manzanares, right? Do you turn to look at the voices? Or do you just kind of go about your... Jules doesn't turn. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to to try to see them without being noticed. Sure, yeah, give me a... I'll let you choose deception or stealth for that. I'm definitely going to choose stealth then. Okay, so you're basically doing something, you know, leaning to the side that you're going through your bag, letting your eyes flicker over, yeah. but very carefully. I'm going to roll the red dragon for this one. Okay. Ooh. 23. Okay. Um, Not bad. They seem entirely preoccupied with each other. Um, one of them sort of like getting real close to the other, almost whispering roughly into his ear, but you see these two figures, like I said, about two rows back, very rough-looking types, weathered leather armor with clubs and knives attached to their belts. They look like, well, maybe like trouble. Like people who at least have seen some trouble and know how to get through it. Tall and lanky figures. Maybe pale-skinned, maybe they're from more. Okay, I was going to ask uh, you what, if they were human. Yes, yeah, both human. Hard to place exactly what world they come from, but yeah, that's what you notice. But their conversation, their outburst dies down very quickly. You see the one that initially made the remarks, eyes shift around nervously, trying to see if anyone was hearing. They shift to you and keep moving. You seem to be minding your own business. You seem to be. It would seem. 
All right, and with that, you feel the jewel settle into place in the plaza, and you are allowed to leave. Well, Jules, um, where should we start? I mean, we could start by getting off this thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's get off first. It seemed obvious. I don't know why we had to ask. Can you, my, my bag's over there under. Can you? I can't reach around you. No. I pushed John Franklin out of yeah. the way. I did go, Zeb. There you go. You guys leave the jewel? Yes, we leave the jewel. Yeah. You move out and step into a small town that surrounds this gemstone plaza. You see, just like on Sosunko, a number of small shops and information booths circle this plaza, much like uh, on Sosunko. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows backwards. All right, anyway. Surrounding these are going to be two dozen low wooden adobe buildings. Uh, it's, It's a quaint little settlement. Surrounded by jagged mountains to the north, east, and west. And as you sort of turn and look, an expansive stony desert to the south. You can see a wide, well-worn road travels southwards, cutting through the town and vanishing into the wasteland southwards. Sit southwards twice again. You got a lot of energy. Got to do the double words. Well, now, we know. now we know which direction to go. Yeah. You figured it out. Um, <laughs> You've solved my puzzle. <laughs> you solved, solved my riddle. Uh, as you guys step out, you see, um, I think maybe like, you're almost roughly shoved by one of these two uh, thugs you saw. I watch it. Um, they push past you and quickly move northwards into the little town. Something's not right about those guys. They make me feel mm, nervous. Yeah, they're up to something that's not... Uh... Something that's not a. I'm try, I don't know what word I'm trying. A, they're up to something. We'll just leave it at that. We'll yeah. call it that. Yeah. That says it all. It does. Yes. Something. I sure hope we don't run into them later. So, what do you guys want to do? You have information booths. You have a road to the south. It's nighttime now. It's dark. Um, yeah. The I, wind is chilly. Zeb would like to go get some information about this place. Okay. All right. You step away from the fire opal as people begin to board it. It's a small, small group before this vanishes back to the citadel. You move towards probably the nearest booth, which, uh, you know, sign above it says information on the area. And all you see as you go close, uh, sort of standing sort of in the far back, maybe like bent down, moving through some some files or folders on the ground, uh, a slender figure in a yellow and magenta dress. Uh, excuse me? Huh? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, um, no, that, that's okay. Is this where we get, um, information? Oh, yeah, I... The figure spins around, and you see that, uh... This figure isn't just simply thin. They are skeletal. Oh. By that I mean a literal skeleton. Would would that surprise us? It might. Do you know a lot about Sansetian? Um, l- let me do a history check. Give me a history check. Fuck it, I'll get in on that too. Thirteen for Zebulon, and a fourteen for Jules. I'm gonna say I was looking for a fifteen for this particular bit of information. So you guys, okay. 
maybe you've even like we're close now you've heard like vague rumors of something like the dead can walk again on the world of Sansa Tian. you know weird like stories but nothing that nothing concrete but now you see a full-on skeletal woman staying before you in this yellow magenta dress with colorful bead necklaces hanging from the exposed vertebrae of her neck. And Zebulon tries not to, like, jump back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you're, you're new. You're new. Um, hi, I'm Maria. I'm an Ovidado. A what? Um, it, it, it means the, uh... The Forgotten. It's a, it's a basically we were forgotten by death. If that makes sense, you don't know much about Sansa Tian. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Nah, nah, not really. I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding. Well, let me ask you first. What, what brings you here? Research and development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> research and development. I'm the research. He's the development. <laughs> what am I? Um, You're the test subject. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, your research and development has happened to bring you here on the eve of our uh, Night of the Remembered. The Night of the Remembered, and you're the Forgotten. Is that right? Uh, yes, that, that is right. Uh, basically, um, every so every year, there's this annual Night of the Remembered. Uh, uh, this area here around Sanstian City uh, holds a, I guess, a special power, you could say. Those who died here in this world who were lost to, uh, uh, well, those who lived in this world who died, basically, who, who become lost to the, the their loved ones can return. And, and just for one night, they can visit. They can speak in, in some capacity. And, well, some of us, we don't end up leaving again afterwards. I, I died. And I'm here still. It's a rare thing, and there's not really a, a rhyme or reason to it, but it's magic. <laughs> how, how, how long have you been back? Oh, this is my uh, uh, fifth year. Fifth year, wow. And is, 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 like, are you here forever? Like, how, how does that work? David just got out <laughs> <on> his tracks. <laughs> Got him. That's very personal information. <laughs> I can't simply. <laughs> um, no, no. Within about fifty years, the magic seems to run its course, and I will fade again. But it's a second life. Okay. And you choose to work the information booth. I, I love this. I love this world. Wow. Yeah. I. That's commendable. I mean, to spend your second life in in service of others. Well, to be fair, it's also my family to consider, and it's hard making a living in the city these days. This far away? Well, you can at least make some life for yourself. Your visitors here, there's no need to bog you down with our troubles. No, we asked. You know, research. <laughs> Now, is there anything I could help you guys with? Um, yeah. What What can you tell us about the the city? What's um What's exciting? What's dangerous? Oh well, uh, if you're into excitement and danger, uh, I believe tomorrow nine o'clock a.m. Hog fight. Have you heard the the, the news? Uh, wow. Uh, I, I think we heard a little bit about that. 
why don't you why don't you refresh us? You know the the big Lucha Libre festival uh, against you know four on one against the Mighty Pigman tomorrow at uh, noon, I believe. Jeez, four mm. on one, huh? Well, it's it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm sure they'll work up some some last minute people. Uh, there's been a bit of an issue. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Like you have some weird knowing of some strange thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> What's she talking about, Seb? I think he's I think he's breaking character. <laughs> uh, no, any looks were um, we mean we mean no offense. I'm sorry. A whole new uh, everything is 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 overwhelming. Yeah, of course I understand. Um, so so. I have maybe a, a strange question. One of the things we're researching, um, do you see often um, guards with blue tabards and, you know, big shiny armor? Happen to see anybody looks like that walking around? I mean, there was a group that came by maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago. I remember. How many in that group? Uh, oh, oh, I mean, I think there were six guards and then a few children. Wow, this is this is great research. This is everything that we, yeah, this is good. Yeah, uh, I just know they passed through town. They went south, I assume, towards the city. Southward, down that, that big, wide-open road? It's that, the one road. That one road? It's the one road. Southward. That's, yeah, southward, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, let's go west. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else we can. Uh, um, are, are, are there any? Like, how long is? The, I can't see the the city from here. How how long is the travel? Oh, uh, from here it is about two and a half hours. Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, are, are there any uh, creepy crawlies or monsters in the night that we should worry about? Yeah, how safe is that road? I mean, there's always risks when traveling at night in the wilds, but. Well, this far to the west, you shouldn't run into any issues with Ettons. Oh, oh, what are, what are those? Oh, uh, we have a, a bit of an Etton issue out west. Um, We're going south. Okay, you should be, you should be fine then. <laughs> but just in case, just in case, why don't you? Well, if you happen to move into the borderlands to the west of the city, uh, just be wary. There are, uh, there's a group of Ettons that uh, live amongst these who are the more mountain range to the northwest of the city. Uh, they are. If you don't know, two-headed giant kin. Oh yeah, those. I think I've researched them before. They work with a uh, a group of peritons, and uh, they're they're dangerous. Uh, some of the farms up there have some issues, but they shouldn't come anywhere near here. Um, I guess really the last bit of information I need is um regarding snacks. What's a good any food vendors around here? Something I can munch on on the walk. Always thinking with your stomach, Zeb. Hey, I mean, new place, new food, new um, flavors. Research. Um, yes, actually, uh, one of the stands near here uh, sells tacos. Ooh, tacos, guys. Holy shit. Tacos. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're a great street snack. Uh, you should enjoy them if you're planning on going tonight. I mean, I, Are they I suggest open you stay in town. It's it's very late. But if you if you want to go in the night, um, they they are open. Yes. Oh, but I mean, you said it wasn't that dangerous. It, it's not. It's just traveling a night in general is. Well, you seem capable. What do you what do you what do you think, Jules? Fuck. Well, let's I don't okay. Know. Let's let's think about it over tacos. Let's go get tacos. 
I can see I can see shine over there. That one, that one, that one looks good. All right, uh, you guys go and buy some tacos. Uh, give me uh, take away five silver from your inventory if you want each. You know, for per taco you want to buy, Zebulon, give me six gold. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> your armfuls of tacos you're gonna carry with you. All right, yeah. Uh, you bite into these crunchy tortillas with meat, cheese, all the good stuff. It's like a little magical sort of hot pot sizzling in the back of this little stand. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you see like a, a dwarven man with a big black curved up mustache just smiling up at you like, oh, enjoy. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, um, how do you feel about traveling to the city at night? I, I wouldn't do it myself, but... Uh, what are the options? Um, where are the places to stay around here? I mean, there's a couple of small inns. They're mostly filled, but you could probably find a loft or something to stay in. I mean, you know that's not happening, right? You know that's not happening. So where are you going to sleep? Yeah, I'm going to sleep in the city. Or oh, I suppose with enough money, we could boot some poor souls out of their rooms here. No, we're not doing that. Well, fine then. Well, I mean, what are we? what are we so afraid of? I mean... It's only a couple hours in the city. We're some big tough dudes. And we've got we've got kids to save. Uh oh. I hope you save them? Oh, I didn't realize you were still here. <laughs> You're standing in front of my stand. Um Thank you for the tacos. We're gonna J- Jules waves his hand in front and says, forget what you've just heard. <laughs> oh uh yep. Okay. Uh forgotten. Um, by the way, if you guys are leaving tonight, I mean, it could be safer to hold up with a group. And he sort of points towards the road, and you see those same two sort of uh, sort of rough-looking figures are moving out the sort of gate, moving into the night, traveling swiftly into the desert. Maybe we should give them a chance. What do you say, guys? At the very least, it's some added protection. I'm not sleeping in a loft. That's okay. it. That's all I know. Then That's we'll my wa- input. Then we're walking all night. Fine. Let's go. Yeah. Ah, hey! Hey! Excuse me! Hey, you guys! <laughs> Sam! God damn. <laughs> Zebulon wants to run up and try to catch up to these guys. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you catch them. They kind of turn to look very puzzled, and you catch them right as they're about to leave the gates. Um, you hear one word uh, called out basically as you close in. Uh, one of them just... Oh my god, it's a blooming luminary! Shush! Oi! And you run up to him. Hey, hey guys, we're uh, <clears throat> a couple of rough and tumble working types heading into the city. Uh, thought that, uh, you know, um, safety in numbers. Maybe we could uh, travel together. They look at each other. Make a perception check. Or insight. Either hmm. one. Perception for Zebulon. Still just a nine. Natural one. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. This is awful. Oh, they're so happy to see us. You know, honestly, these guys seem pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could hang with these dudes. <laughs> I um, mean, maybe maybe it's probably a good idea for Jean to get a yeah. Oh, yeah, he can to get a one. chance at this. Yeah. Let me pull up his stat real fast. Uh, he's also a plus zero, so let's see. Jean got a 17. Um... So they seem like they're, um, they seem like totally fine, and they just one of them looks very nervous. Like, right, yes, <laughs> working types, yeah. That's, <laughs> what's well, that, Smudge? That's good, right? 
Yeah, it's... Seems on level. Can I cast Detect Thoughts? Ooh. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, you're still moving up to them, right? You're not quite right in their face? Nope. Okay, this works as like an aura on yourself, lasts for one minute, and you can detect the thoughts of nearby creatures uh, as an action, basically, uh, when this is active. So before you get close, you cast the spell, and then you move in. Right, and I'm, um, I don't know, how are you positioned? Uh, Zebulon, you're right in front of them. Jean Franklin is up, is moving up beside you. Okay, it's gonna be on the it's gonna be on the guy, whoever's closest to Zebulon, which I think would be probably the first guy that talked. Okay, All right, so you cast this on him. All you hear in your mind is, "All right, all right, stay calm, stay easy. Just don't let him know about the bounty. Just don't let him know about the bounty. We're all right. We're all right. We're all right." And that's what you're hearing as he's kind of looking sort of half smiling towards you guys sort of nervously um shit it's a wisdom save no no that's, that's to go, go deeper, deeper right oh that's just to go deeper so if you want to go deeper in get more information you can but they will know. know you did it and it will right. be saved to see right I will say this John Franklin's moving up he also rolled that check you rolled a 17 um I haven't resolved that yet you okay. hear these thoughts and as you hear these thoughts it's all happening at once John made that check you feel a hand sort of firmly grip your shoulder, uh, Jules. Uh-huh. He is kind of very subtly beside you, just says, There's a scroll, a paper. They shoved it in their pocket quickly when we moved in. They're hiding something. They're going for a bounty on someone. How did you know? That spell? I, uh, I heard what he was thinking. Stay out of my brain. Stay out of my brain! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you, you trust me more than that. Yeah, fine. Um, the two in the front just kind of nod like, Right, well, we're setting out. You want to stay with us? Try and keep up. And they just turn and begin to move quickly out of the town. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, we can keep up. No problem. That should be fine. Yeah, we're we're pretty fast. And so you step out. The road moves south, as you well know by now. (laughs) The moon in the sky is large and bright and full, shining down on this long desert, this endless expanse of sand and sky all around you. You can see jagged stone structures, as well as curving figures of cacti standing amongst the nothingness, barely illuminated in the moonlight chill wind blows dust up swirling around your group as you press forward the other two try to keep some distance from you trying to stay ahead about 15-20 feet if they can moving quickly eyes occasionally shooting back Zeb's uh, occasionally interjecting with questions it's uh it's so crisp out tonight is it is it crisp like this where you guys are from no Snow. Oh, so warm climate, huh? Might say that. What brings you guys to San Cetian? We're doing research and development. <laughs> That's nice. We have personal reasons. We got family in the city. Oh, all right, all right. That's that's neat. Yeah, it's neat. Where are you guys from? No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't mean to pry. Just uh, we're on the trip together. Might as well 
Oh, maybe get to know each other a little bit. We're just kind of a chatty sort of bunch, is all. It's kind of our stick. Hmm. I'm from the Citadel. Rotham. We're from Rotham. Oh wow, we I, I I haven't been to Rotham yet. I don't know about guys. Anybody? No, never. I heard it's dirty. Oh well, that's not very. I'm sure. I mean, there's parts of every. No, it's know. dirty. Oh, he's right. <laughs> oh well, well, well. I mean, we just got our passports. We're uh, luminaries, so um, we're hoping to <clears throat> travel and see the whole. <laughs> well, what? We're on. Crystal Network, like, we're not exactly incognito. No, oh, we know who you are. I didn't know if you'd heard of us or. They just turn away, keep walking. Okay, yeah, let's um, yeah, okay. And you keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good chat. <laughs> Time passes by. You're one hour into your journey, an hour and a half, and you come to a crossroads folk ahead of you are looking at a sign as you move closer you can see that there's a path heading to the southeast and a path heading to the northeast the southeastern path heads towards Sanstian city the northeastern path heads towards a town called hollow which way are you guys headed we're uh we're we're going down to the to the city same oh excellent so we can keep this uh happy band together for a little while longer yeah good. They press down the path. At least they start to. They kind of just stop and look around, spooked by a sudden sound that you guys hear as well. Just a a quick (laughs) flap of wings and a an owl (laughs) lands in the road just before you. Don't spook it. Don't spook it. Jules. You look at this owl, and you feel a sudden searing pain blazing in your right hand. You can feel the veins squirming and moving as if drawn repelled all at once by some strange, malign force. Guys, you. what the hell is that thing? Oh, well, I, I, think it's, I think it's an owl. I'm not asking you, Zeb. It's an owl. I'm not asking you, John Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the two in front also just kind of look back confused staring down at this seemingly mundane creature but you feel that pain flare up again hot as this thing looking towards you now all grouped up its wings flit back as if getting ready to flap I'm going to give you a chance to react and only you Something is going to happen. You can feel that. Something very, very bad. Fuck. <laughs> Jules runs out in front of the group. Guys, look out! And it casts Dissonant Whispers. Okay. 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 That is a 13. That is a failure. Ooh. And you feel, as you, like, shoot the spell towards it, there's something almost, like, barring you. The, 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 as, as the fog leaves you and surrounds this owl, before it can make a move, you make your move first. And it feels like it's trying to pulse away 
like there's some kind of resistance to your magic here, but yet it still finds home. It still lands true. The owl lets out this screeching growl. And a couple things happen. You see this small mundane figure begin to change as your magic lands true. I want you to roll damage as I describe this. You see this creature stands before you now, black under the moonlight, this dark, feathered, humanoid owl bent back, eyes wide and dark and angry. It's not just an owl! It's not just an owl! (sighs) And as you say, it begins to move away from you, flaps its wings and bolts into the sky, moving up at an angle about 30 feet away. And I want you to roll for initiative. Oh, yeah. I rolled a four, only a four for psychic damage. Jules has an eight. 23 for Zebulon. John's got a five. Okay. This creature, once an owl, now something far, far more hideous and malign, was about 10 feet ahead of you at the start of this, and it moved about 30 feet away. So it's now 40 feet away from you, now flying in the air, we'll say about 15 feet off the ground. The two figures that are by your side immediately start moving. The two uh, sort of thug-looking gentlemen are just... What the hell? What the hell? Come on! Come on! And they just start like... Oh, they take off? So let's get out of here. That's a voice. I don't know. They're running away. Guys, we'll have a better chance if we all stay together. If it if it gets through us, it's coming for you. They're full not listening. Um, There goes that plan. Does Jean know which one of them has the scroll in their pocket? He does. Is there any more to that or just wondering? Are they starting? Are they starting to run away? Is that what's happening? They're going to start moving away when this begins. I will uh, let me throw two tokens on the screen for them. I'll let you know which one is the one you're looking for. As it starts, you see these two figures beside you begin to move. Um, they're now staying five feet from Zebulon, ten feet from Jean Franklin. Uh, as you guys are all kind of lined up, they are bolting to the south, away from the road, into the desert, uh, far from this creature as it's sort of arcing away from you into the air. They haven't had their chance to move yet, and we're going to start this combat with Zebulon. So this thing is pulling away. Um, Zeb's going to draw his bow and use steady aim as a bonus action and take a couple of shots off here. While you're doing that, I'll let me quickly describe. We do actually have a map currently. Uh, once again, Rochelle, Sound Puget Girl, has set me up. Um, we have this absolutely gorgeous desert wasteland, all stony and scrubby. Uh, we have the break in the road, as we see here. This creature is down on the southeastern road that heads towards the city, uh, ahead of the group and moving away for now. Um, but yeah. On the Discord, we have a gallery feature now where we can showcase a lot of our battle maps throughout the campaign. So many of them made by Sam Puky Girl. Please, please check it out. It's super, super cool. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, But what's not a good one is Uh my rolls. I rolled a nine. Okay. Yep. Uh, Goes wide of the mark. Uh, That's the end of Zebulon's turn. Okay. That is me. Perfect. 
Perfect. Jean Franklin is exactly 60 feet away from this thing. It whips around in the air. Fuck. 40 from Ujules, 60 feet from Jean Franklin. And you see its wings spread open wide. And it finishes the move you interrupted. Now in this changed form, you see these wings come down in a mighty flap. A gust of wind rushing across, kicking up dust, striking at all of you, including your uh, the gentleman beside you. And you feel this harsh wind tearing into you, cutting through skin and muscle, pressing stiff coldness deep into your bones. Your lungs fill with something thick and foul. Your bodies droop and feel energy draining from your limbs and minds. Not a slow sapping of strength, but a violent tearing of it. I need constitution saving throws from all of you. Oh no. Oh Oh. no. What the hell? Oh no. Jules got a fucking eight. Um, 15 for Jean, a five for Zebulon. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now the evil begins. You're sick. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Immediately. You are both going to take two levels of exhaustion. Oh, no. And become what? poisoned. Oh, excellent. Now, two levels because we're going to use the one D&D system for exhaustion, not the 5e system. One D&D is much better, much cleaner. Um, so let me quickly describe this real fast. In one D&D, uh, basically every time you take a level of exhaustion, you basically get a negative one to all ability checks. Any D20 roll you make. If you hit the point where you hit negative ten you die. Uh, in 5e, it's more like there's really debilitating effects that, that you gain each level up to 6 where you die, and it's a little harder to track and a little more... Uh, it, it's, it's just more painful in general. I think this is a little more fun. It's cleaner. And uh, exhaustion's going to be kind of a big deal coming up. So so huh. we're negative 2 on all d20 rolls right now? Yes. All d20s? I thought... I thought you said ability checks. Uh, all d20 rolls, actually. So saving all throws, d20 rolls. attack rolls, and ability checks. Jesus Christ. Well, let's yeah, see how yeah. fast we can end this one. <laughs> and don't forget you're also poisoned. Yeah. Disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Disadvantage now. and minus two? Well, let's see what happens, I guess. Let's get creative. I think that is where I'll end my turn. Jules, I'll say when this strikes you, your hand blazing in pain as your bodies weaken, as you feel maybe the weakest you've ever felt in your lives. And this thing is turning towards you. You can barely see yourself reflected. It's great black eyes, the moonlight shining on you. It's getting ready to move in to strike Jules. That's going to be you. Uh, I'm going to cast Bless. On to myself, Jean Franklin, and Zeb. Now that is concentration. I don't want to yes. get this wrong. Yep. Yeah. So I just use that. So if you use another concentration spell, that effect will end. And if I attack okay. you, you have to roll a con save. If you fail it, then you right. will lose the spell. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, and then I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration onto Zebulon. 
Ooh, damn, oh. I get a Bless and a Bardic Inspiration. Hell yeah. That's a good move. And that's my turn. I mean, that's a good-ass move. So, just to be clear, I mean, Steven, you know what, you're familiar with Bless, I assume. Yep, uh, added D4. Yep, so for the listeners, anybody that might not know, when a target makes an attack or save throw before the spell ends, uh, the target can roll a D4 and add that number to the attack or save. It's going to be huge yep. since we've got minus two and disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. At the end of your turn, before we resolve Jean Franklin's turn, I'm going to use one of my legendary actions. This thing very quickly, very swiftly moves in the air as if pushed by the wind itself. It begins to dive almost like closer to you, but also moving in a sort of southward angle, cutting off the two thugs who are about to run away, circling in to strike. I think that is my move. Jean Franklin's up. And yes, you heard me right. Legendary actions. First time in the campaign, gentlemen. Yeah, great. Excellent. This will be fun. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Jean is just going to move... Can you move Jean up here, kind of in front of Jules, taking up a defensive position? Hell yeah. I need to get him away from Zeb. And he really doesn't have any moves right now. He's going to just have to hold. Shield out, standing as God. Stay behind me. Yeah. This thing is dangerous. And I guess that's the end of Jean's turn for now. Um, well... I guess this hasn't really worked well in the past, but um, let's try Rebuke Evil. He's within 30 feet, or it's within 30 feet, um, so you need to succeed on a DC 11 saving throw or be frightened for one minute or until it takes damage. Okay. If it's evil-lined. I'm going to see this as more of a, uh, a Paladin Oath ability, which I don't think would quite land. It's, it's more divine in nature. Um, drawing upon the power of Jean Franklin's oaths and his sort of uh, determination. So I'm going to say that I do not have advantage against this. Oh, excellent. That would be swell. That I would think, be swell. I think that's fair to Benevolent say. DM. Considering we're already fucked. Yeah. Jean Franklin stands before you. I note that this says evil aligned creatures um, I've kind of shifted that I haven't done it on the sheet yet but that generally is going to mean uh, fiends fey um, aberrations and the like so Jean Franklin stands before you just Zebulon Jules are you alright what's wrong with you damn you damn you stay away from my friends and this light blasts oh. from his spear, shooting oh. out and upwards, engulfing this creature for a moment. Another <laughs> screech of pain as it fails. Ooh. Oh. What does that mean for me? Um, for You're frightened for one minute or until you take damage. Holy crap. Which means I cannot move closer. Oh. Which wow. is Holy which shit. Which is, I think, good. Um, wow. But that pretty much takes Jean out of the fight. Pretty good stuff there, Jean Franklin. Yep. I am, uh, I am really impressed. Yeah, if this thing has any up close capabilities, then it'll save us from that. But I mean, Zebulon yeah. works best up close. Jean works best up close. Right. So, let's see what happens. 
Well, Sebulon, see what happens now, because it's your turn. Okay. Um, See, this is where it sucks. Because if I stay here, then I can use my steady aim, and I can negate that disadvantage. But then if I hit, I don't get my sneak attack, because I'm next to Jules. Um, I, I guess I'd rather hit. So let's try it. Okay. Steady aim for bonus action. I'm going to take one roll. I just crit my pants. What? Stop it! I just crit my How? pants. But Why? I don't get sneak attack, though. Oh, my god! Don't get the sneak but attack. still, that's... You still crit. That's you still good. crit. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's 2d8 plus 4, then. A 2 and a 1 on 2d8. 7 damage. 7 damage. That's awful. Quite damn a it. crit. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> you see what looks like a kill shot launching towards this thing in almost like... It, it sort of moves in the air, and like the wind almost takes the shot, and it changes just slightly, ripping across his face, blood and feathers taking into the moonlight around it, but it is relatively unscathed. I uh, read the rapier damage is 1d8 plus 4. The um, shortbow damage is d6. Honestly, just keep it. The end roll of a 6. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Just wanted to get it out there. So, half a wedgie. Half a wedgie. Oh, man. I cannot move closer to you. So I guess I'm going to just do this. Wings flip back again. Whoa. Another burst of wind. This one very different. Howling and bitterly, bitterly, bitterly cold. I need you guys to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. I see again. where this is going. At a minus two, right? Yes. Excellent. Minus one for me, though. Correct. Oh, yes. Because of my cloak. Yeah, the cloak, and it's windy. It nice. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, good catch. Good catch. So that is a 16 for Jules. Um, and no minus for Jean yet. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Nice. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Um, I need the dice jail. All right, gold vein dice. That's what you can do. So this gold vein D12. I'm, I'm switching to the red dragon for the rest of this session because Zeb just rolled a two on the die with a minus two. Jean, with a plus three, rolled a natural one. Okay. Just make sure I get my math right here. I think we're actually going to die tonight. I think this is about to get really wild. Okay. I've done my math. Are you ready? Ready to die. Zebulon and Jean Franklin. Actually, before we get to you, just to add suspense, the two figures moving beside you, immediately upon this wind hitting them, their bodies go pale, and they drop to the ground, dead. What? Fuck. Fuck. Zebulon and Jean Franklin. I was just going to try something with those guys on my turn. Well, they're not going anywhere now. Nope. Well, now we can get that scroll easier, if we live. If we live, yeah. You take 29 points of cold damage. Um, okay. Well, Zebulon's down. You take 14. You take half damage from passing the save. That was my turn. Uh, Jules, you're up. And how far are we away now? Uh, is currently 30 feet away from you, 15 feet in the air. Your bodies are heavy 
and sick and so, so cold. I'm going to lean down and cast Cure Wounds onto Zebulon. Ooh. Okay. So that's a 1d8 plus 4. All right, that's 9. Does that bring you up at all? Oh, yeah. Nice. Not out of the fight yet. And then as a bonus action, I am casting Bardic Inspiration onto Jean Franklin. Oh boy, oh boy. And that is all I can do. All right, your loot shines, beams light as Jean Franklin, the one standing tall in the midst of all this, facing this thing down. As the light hits him, he stands a little taller. It's going to be his turn now. Wait, wait. He gets two turns? Jean Franklin. Oh. I thought you were talking about the, the the owl. The bird loves the bardic inspiration you like, gave it. I'm like, come on, man. Jeez, there's Keep really track. there's really nothing that Jean can do. Um, he'll step over to Zebulon. Don't forget, raid actions are a thing too. Yeah. Okay. Well, he can't move closer. So or true. It. True. He can't move closer. Um, Jean will step over to Zebulon. And put, let's say. 15 points back into him. That brings Zeb up to 24 out of 28. <clears throat> that saves a couple. I don't know how to change. It says it's in his notes, his lay on hands pool. Well, it's at 5 out of 20, so we can stay at 5 out of 20 because I just used 15. So, um, And then he will move back to his spot away from Zebulon to give him the space. Okay. So heals and steps back to guard Jules again. So I was just like, I just said, oh, wait a minute. What about that rebuke evil? And we paused because I realized that immediately after doing a cool thing with Jean Franklin that would have sent this thing flying away, I had Zebulon attack it. It was the beers talking. And Steven the has, beers controlled the character. Steven has officially killed us. Uh, yeah, and, and negated the, I, I just, I can't. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm this very, is, very frustrated with myself. This is an honest mistake. You guys likely would have had some kind of talk beforehand. But let's just put it this way. Zebulon's also reckless. Zebulon's also not the brightest apple in the pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait. I have an idea. I'm going to make another save to see if I recover from the fear effect. All right. I, get, I think that's fair. I'm going to make another save to see if this works out. Because I think that's a good way. I've already been working under the assumption that I have it. So before my turn happens, or on my turn, we'll say, I will make that save, and we'll see what we see. Ugh, Zebulon, you idiot. I don't know. Maybe I mean, Zebulon I mean, doesn't know how well, Rebuke Evil well, works. Well, that's the thing. I mean, no, he, I mean he, he does have a valid point. It's, it is Zebulon. Yeah. <laughs> it is Zebulon. <laughs> it's that... That plus five. I, did, I, or I that, didn't sorry. mean that as a, like, a legitimate dig. It's that I minus just, three wisdom at work. Brutal. Yeah, seriously, negative three wisdom. That's what happens. Oh my god, yeah. negative three Stephen wisdom. Oh my god, this would have been so different. It would have uh, been over. Yeah, yeah, I would have been over. Sorry, I'll, I'll maybe only just do that like a couple no, more times. No, it's okay. I deserve <laughs> it. More times. I deserve it. Yeah, right. It's uh, Numbskull's turn. Oh, let's use Zebulon if you. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do. Oh, you're gonna do a save on. On my turn. It's on turn. my turn. Forty <laughs> episodes in, and you're now just starting to become a comedian. How dare you, <laughs> Jeremy? With the digs tonight. <laughs> Oof. My absolute goodness. Um. Okay. Well, let's see if I can make up for some of my 
baloney. Probably not, though. Uh, Zeb's going to just step to the left five feet. Can you put Zeb there for me, David? Absolutely. So that I can get, if I ever hit, I can get sneak attack damage now. Um, so let's roll with disadvantage here. That's just a 10. Okay. Does not. Goes wide again. That's sort of a line wind. Blowing it to the side. And now I will make my save. If I fail the save, I have to leave. This thing's eyes are locking onto Jean Franklin nervously, but there's blood trickling down the side of its face, down its feathers. The only wound it's taken so far in this combat, that one arrow that hit. And apart from that, while it's nervously looking towards Jean Franklin, its eyes keep flickering to you, Jules. And there is murder in those eyes. You, it wants you. I want to roll this on the table with this gold vein d20. Ah, the gold vein. We will let Zubeer decide what happens next. Oh, my God. I knew we would curse the name. This is, oh. Let me tell you what I need. Your dice tray. What is the save for Jean Franklin's ability? 11. Okay. I have a plus two to wisdom. You get a nine or higher. I'm okay. Okay. What is it? What is it? It's a 15. From my angle in the light, it looks like a fucking two. Oh, <laughs> man. That's awful. A 15. It just barely manages to shake off the fear. Oh, okay. So now is when we die. It dives in towards you, Jules. It's going to make a sweeping attack on Jean Franklin as it moves in. And a second attack on you. And here we go. Talons come out. First, Jean Franklin. 15 to hit is a miss. Miss on Jean. So, he weaves out of the way. It grazes his shield. Second talon comes out, coming for you. You see death on this talon, Jules. You see a sort of malign, like smoke billowing around the very edge of it. Something dark, something evil. Here we go. And Jean Franklin grabs Jules. Holy and shit. And switches places with oh noble sacrifice. Oh my God, I forgot about that. What the fuck? Holy shit. Uh, that is uh, to miss on Sean Franklin. We're gonna hit on Jules. We're gonna hit on Jules. Jean Franklin just comes in again. I said go. Just oh yeah, right in this thing's face. This thing screams out. Holy shit! That's my turn. Jules, that's you. Hey, guess what? What? Jules is gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter. (laughs) No, I'm not. Because we still got bless going. And, and that's you concentration. Know this thing has, you, from what you've gathered from like the last ability, this thing seems to be less affected, like has uh, advantage basically sure. on effects that require saving. Sure. Um, fuck me. Yeah, I'm going to cast level two dissonant whispers again. Okay. You'll get advantage. Oh, that reminds me, you didn't give me damage for the last dissonant whispers. They did. You did. Okay, never Four. Mind. Four. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it was so low that I thought it was the crit. <laughs> he just only done like <laughs> 11 damage on total. All right. Um, 14. God damn it. It's 14. Oh, so barely. Uh, give me half damage yeah. still. That's still seven points. <laughs> as much as a crit from Zebulon. as many as my crit. <laughs> it's pretty good. Good move. Good move. 
I mean, screeches that's, hey, out no, again. Hey, that was on 3d6 with half damage. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking good. Still. Yeah, definitely. So, and as a bonus action, I'm gonna cast Bardic Inspiration on myself. Bardic Inspiration all around! Um... This turtle's really getting my way. He also switched places. Let me move that real quick. So, Jules, you are now... John Franklin is now right to the north of this thing. You are now uh, to the west of it. East of it, directly. Zebulon, you're just ten paces away to the actual east. Bow out. I'm going to make an attack on Jean. He's been kind of a problematic character. Legendary action. Talon attack. Natural one. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That doesn't hit. Okay. Oh, it does not hit at all. Um, I've been doing, like, fumbles. There's no horses nearby, but it is in the last fight. I'll do it here, too. I'm going to give Jules what? an AOL. Oh. Oh, nice. Okay. As this thing kind of turns away right. from you to hit him, you, have an op- you see an opportunity. It's so eager. Too eager. Too aggressive. Too bloodthirsty. So I have negative two and disadvantage? Yep. Fuck me. Even <laughs> if it's an AOL? Yep. Oh, come on. You guys got any buttons over there? Yeah, we do, I think. I don't. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I have one. No. Well, I already rolled, and I didn't hit. It's an eight. All right. All right. Well, I also did not have my legendary action, so that is going to be Jean Franklin. All right. So close to take out this damn turtle. Jean Franklin is just going to make a spear attack. So uh, disadvantage, and instead of a plus four to hit, it's just a plus two. Um, both rolls are a 13, so that's a 15. Um, I think I'm going to add my bless to this one just in case. I don't, mem- I don't remember what we hit on. No, you know I what? I don't remember what we hit. You also have a bardic, correct? Yeah. I can add damage. Bless and bardic. All right. We'll take the bless. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it wasn't a 15 and I didn't waste the bless, but that's a two on the bless die. So 17. That's pretty good damage. That's to hit. That's not damage. 17's a miss? That'll that'll hit. Oh, okay. Jeez. (laughs) That'll hit. All right. Let me put that away. Uh, let's see. Okay, so spear damage is a d6 plus 2. I'm going to add my blessed dice. So that's 9 damage then. Did you add plus to the attack? Yeah. Is that how it works? Yes. Oh, okay. Can I add bless to the attack, or is it just saves? That was attack rolls and I saves. I think it's uh, to attack or save. To the attack roll. Okay, yeah. so not to, the sa- not to the damage. No. Oh, well, someone just said... You have the D6, you can add that to damage. Yeah, the Bardic Inspiration for damage. Yeah, I used the Bless for the attack. Yeah. Oh, sorry, And the Bardic for the damage. You said Bless when you said the damage. Okay. Oh, my bad. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So I have to roll a save for that, though, correct? For the Bardic. Oh, yeah. So, okay. You also have to succeed on a con throw, on a con save, or take Thunder damage equal to the Bardic Inspiration die. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's probably a fail with a natural two, so we're good. Take the extra damage. Sweet. It was four extra. Do, do you want me to re-roll it? Oh, no. I'll take the four. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Sounds good. And with that... Ooh, that's your turn? That is the end of Jean's turn. Okay. And that's you, Zeb. All right. This thing is on the ground? It is currently on the ground. You finally have it within range. Excellent. All right. 
Zebulon is going to uh, drop his bow, pull out his sabers, and step right up to this guy here. Right in this spot. I don't have the legendary to get out of here! Um... You close in. Now this thing is surrounded by the three of you. All right, so I've got my plus one to AC now. I got my two weapons out. Um, I've got Bless and Bardic Inspiration. And uh, I'm going to use a button as well. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this first attack I will take without disadvantage. Second one I'll take with disadvantage. That's a natural one on the first attack that I already said out loud I was going to take without disadvantage. Okay. Let's see what happens on the second attack with disadvantage. Okay, well, the first roll is a nat 20. <laughs> Let's take that disadvantage. And that's a four. Plus Fuck. four is only eight. Okay. Awesome. Great. So nothing. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I am surrounded, and this is not preferable for me. Jules, it looks you in the eyes. Much like that in owl, that owlish way, you see its body is turned towards Zebulon to, like, parry his last attacks, but its head fully turns around, rotating over its shoulder to stare at you. And you can hear this low... <laughs> as his hand reaches out towards Zebulon, and you see, you recognize the aura of inflict wounds on its hand, a spell you know very well. Fuck. Something innate and special to you. That is going to be 18 to hit. Um, I'm going to use Gift of the Metallic Dragon Protective Wings. Oh, shit. When you or another creature you can see within five feet of you is hit by an attack, you use your reaction to gain a plus two bonus to the target's AC against that attack roll. So that stops it? That stops it. My oh. AC right now with Holy shit. with my sabers out is 17. Oh. Holy shit. Plus Whoa. two makes it 19. This Whoa. dark energy surrounding it, it reaches this claw, this talon out to, like, use this spell laughing at you, and then you see... What do they see, Zebulon? Describe this. Jeez, well, um, Zebulon reflexively tries to lean back, and as he does, another reflex that he didn't know he had materializes in these spectral wings that push the attack aside. Holy shit. Arm gets pushed aside, head rotates, snaps back around so fast, eyes wide. For the first time, looking nervous. Jules, that's you. No, oh, I might do something really stupid here. Still surrounded, still in trouble. I think stupid's great. I, I, I think at this point, because uh, we have disadvantage on attacks, mm-hmm. and that's an issue. Oh yeah, that's an issue. That's a big fucking issue. Yeah, you got a you've got a bardic inspiration though. I do, but if I roll a natural one on an inflict wounds, I'm fucked. Maybe. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Hopefully he sends the natural one. Jules looks down and says, Nah, this is how you do it. Eat <sighs> shit, you stupid fucker. <laughs> and Jules shit. reaches down with his hand, touches this thing, and casts Inflict Wounds. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration for this. 
It didn't help. It's a nine. Nine does not hit. I know it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Could have saved it. God. You go to strike on this thing, too. It sort of head snaps back towards you, weaves around again, barely dodging yours. It's still getting nervous, getting frazzled, all these bodies around it. Uh, Trying to decide to go for attack. Do I move away? Only have so many legendary actions. Why not? I have a mission. It's to kill me. I'm going to attack you again. Two attacks on Jules. Noble sacrifice is once a day. I'm going to guess it doesn't say so on. It doesn't say anything. No, on it's what's turn. Really? It's a reaction. It's it's what Jean Franklin's got. It's his most powerful ability. Damn. Okay. Um, that's going to hit. Jean's going to use his reaction. <laughs> and You're still okay. Yeah, Jean's still right there. Once his total's down, that's it. Oh, noble sacrifice. Total. Okay. Okay. He's just a yeah. yo-yo machine. This thing, this thing is coming for Jules. It really is. This, this look at John Franklin is on it today. Just grabs Jules, pulls him out of the way. Once again, takes his place. I'm going to land some damage on him this time. Um, let's roll this real fast. Which means Jules definitely would have taken damage. Give me a con save yep. for John Franklin. Okie doke. Um, he he failed his last time, right? Um. So he's now exhausted and poisoned as well? No. Oh, he didn't. Okay. I did not use that ability on him. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so he's still he's still got his uh, plus three then with no disadvantage. So that's a 15 for his con save. Okay. He takes 10 points of damage. Yikes. Uh, four, no, five of which is... Uh, piercing damage from the claw just ripping into him, and the rest is poison. He takes half damage from the poison, but it still courses through him. Ouchie, ouchie. Doesn't Zebulon have antitoxin? He does, yes. Um, But I was looking at it, and what antitoxin does is I think it ups your save. Let me pull it up in my inventory here. Okay. They had antidote. You got an antitoxin. Creature that drinks. I probably bought the antitoxin with the anticipate with the with the anticipation of buying an antidote. Oh, okay. So I will eat that mistake, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's very Zebulon. He's like, yeah, exactly. To buy the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so that was my first attack. You know, I'm gonna take a bolt and jump right. He's in my way now. Second one's gonna miss. Excellent. Goes wide. Uh, I think it's very close with a 18. 19's his AC. Okay, yeah, so it rips up the shield. Um, just barely dodges it. Still kind of squirming ugh, from that last attack. Uh, great, okay. And that is going to be Jules. Taking one last risk to hit you. Did not pan out. Uh, it's, it just swivels back to you. Just, uh, you're like, so they switched out of the way. John Franklin's place. Jules is going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Okay. You've used, oh shit! You haven't used your bless. That's okay. At this point, I gotta, I gotta, you gotta do try it. to win this fight. I gotta do it. So yes, Jules is gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter. So Zebulon's bless goes away. Okay. Vantage on the save. Let's see what happens here. It's a very good save. It's twenty. Yeah. Just again, holds against it. This thing is fierce. It is. It's in your face. 
Anything else you want to do, Jules? Nope, that's all I can do. You can feel death coming upon you. It's so set on you. It's eyes still hooked on you. I'm going to, at the end of your turn, use my legendary axe to attack one more time on you before Jean goes. Yeah, he doesn't have his reaction anymore. That will hit. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. That's a lot of dice. Yeah. Make a con save? No. Finally, the claw strikes true. Your cloak, your magic, your friends can't stop it. It is inevitable as it tears into your flesh. So you feel a poison pump into your already weakened body. That is 12 points of damage. All right. Jules is down. Jean Franklin's up. This thing stands above Jules. Poised to finish this. You can see this, Zebulon. Jean can see this. It's talons raised. You have a chance. Jean and you both go before it. I'm going to tell you right now, the certain HP threshold that I've been looking for, you have not hit yet. Give you a little metagame information because I think... It's fun in this case. I think <laughs> yeah, it's scary fun. in this case. <clears throat> Definitely scary. Make your move wisely. Not a make buttons. your move. Um, Jean's first, right? Jean is next. Okay. Jean, um, well, Steven is out of buttons, so that means Jean is out of buttons. Uh, Jean has no bless or bardic inspiration. Zebulon's bless is also gone. So, Jean's going to just roll to attack. Um, disadvantage, plus two. Come on, Red Dragon. First roll was a 16 on the die. Second was a three. So, no hit for Jean. Um, He's not disadvantaged. Didn't he just fail it last time? No, that's just taking damage. Oh, There's different oh. cons here. So, okay. oh, first, oh, the first okay. attack is okay. the only one that is actually okay. the poison effect. The oh, first thing I did, the opening oh. move. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's great. So then yeah. that's a that's a hit then, I'm guessing. It's that's 16. That's 18. 18 will hit. Okay. He does hit. Wow. Yes. That's yeah, great. No, hey. He's the only one that's not super <laughs> fucked up. I only <laughs> used that really nasty move once. I am going nuts over here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> My brain is short-circuiting. Yep. <laughs> Um, okay, good. And uh, I'm going to use the, the Bardic Inspiration on the damage. So that's oh. 2d6 plus 2. That's Zebulon's Bardic Inspiration. That's Zebulon's. Damn it, it was right in front of me. Yeah. All right, so d6 plus 2 for Jean. That's 5 damage. 5 damage. Screeches out as the spear strikes into it again. And that's Zebulon. All right. Time for Zebulon. Make my first disadvantage attack roll. Yeah, that was a dirty 20 for the first attack. Holy shit. 18 on the dive and a 16 on the die. Zebulon sees his ally in in serious danger and doubles down. Holy shit. Um, Let's see. I'm going to do the uh, second attack first and then roll the damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So got that bless too if you need it. Um, I don't have the Bless, but oh, I have the Bardic. the Bardic Inspiration. That's the one. Okay. Um, so my lowest roll was a 5. Plus 4 for the hit DC is a 9. I'm 
Do you want to use it for that, or do you want to use it for? Yeah, I'm thinking to save all the damage because I, I, I think, think you can yeah. roll it. I think it's a d20 roll gets a bardic, but if you roll it for your attack roll, you get the damage. Isn't that how it works? Huh? I think I think the bardic gives you extra points on damage if you roll it as part of the attack roll. I don't think you can add it to damage unless you use it yeah. for the attack roll. Oh. Yeah, that's it's, it's the extra bonus you get. I think bardic goes on d20. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so we did that, we did that a little this, wrong earlier. So yeah. So we, that um, means we did it wrong. That's why I was confused. I was trying to figure out. Um, if you use it on this, it lands. Then you can maybe yeah. do that save for the extra damage. Uh, nine. Nine plus six is fifteen. I don't know if fifteen is going to hit. Because um, David even goaded me a little bit to use the bless earlier when I had fifteen on the die. Screw it. It's now or never. Holy so shit. I, I pretty much have to roll a six, and even then, I don't know if it's going to help. But let's try it. Right. I guess. Right. No, it was a one. Um, so I get my one uh, rapier uh, hit, and I get sneak attack, so that's good. So that's seven with just the attack. Now let me do my 2d6 here. That's nine sneak attack damage. He needed nine. The threshold. <laughs> You either just hit the threshold or just Jules is it. dead. It's my turn. This thing raises its talon to strike down at Jules. In that moment, in unison, Jean Franklin reaches out with his spear, slices it right across the ribs. Zebulon with his swords, slicing it straight down the back. This perfect coordinated strike. The claw lingers in the air, head swivels one way and the other rapidly. In a burst of feathers and blood, this thing <laughs> launches to the sky, disengaging. It begins to flee. Do we get AOs? I disengage on this <laughs> round, so you oh, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. now. If you want to pursue it, it's like out of here. I mean, I'm but. down, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> um, Yeah, definitely not going to follow this thing. Um I think Zeb and Jean at the same time are going to reach down. Uh, Zeb's going to cast Cure Wounds. That's right. <laughs> and, That's right. And Jean is going to put his last five points into Jules. Uh, so that's a D8 plus one for you there. Oh, that's max. So that's another nine. Okay. Holy. You snap awake and you barely catch a glimpse of this thing. Dark, disappearing into the blackness of the night, into the sky. The pain in your hand fades as it moves away. We got it, Jules. We got it. I can't believe. Oh my god, we should have been dead. Look at the look at those guys. Sam. They're not gonna stop. They're gonna keep coming. No, no. No, 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 no. Jean Franklin is frantically looking down at you. Both of you. His eyes flickering down your bodies. Looking at your eyes. Hearing your rattling breaths. Sarano. It's Sarano. You're both going to die. And there's nothing I can do about it. And we'll call it there.
It's my sand sound. 